Okay, fine. So this uh, this Chabura is Lili Nishmas Leia Bas Aharon, Ken's uh, mother, Shema Shedavna Leah. And also, Lili Nishmas Esther Bas Hachover Yitzchuk. It's Dr. Goldman's, I guess it's his mother, maybe. Okay, Shema Shedavna Leah. Okay, let's get started here. Torah Kuf Vav. And I randomly opened up to a, a Torah this week, just looking at what, what, what we should work on. And then I realized the Taka works nicely with our Parsha. Parsha has so many things in it. So we're going to start off, there's two Pesachim in this week's Parsha that we'll start off with. And the Pesach says, V'ya'ancha v'yarivecha v'yachilcha samon, ashal yadatev l'yodun avasecha. Moshe Benin says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He afflicted you, and He made you hungry, and then he fed you the man, the type of food that you never knew. Your fathers didn't know. The others never knew of such a food, the man. Laman in order lo al to inform you that it's not from the bread alone that man lives. Ki al Rather, it's on the, by the by the mouth of God that man lives. Second pasuk Again, Hakadosh Baruch gave you man in the midbar. Your fathers did not know. Laman anoscha, in order to afflict you. Laman nasosecha, and then and to test you. but to ultimately be good, good to you, good for you in the end. Very interesting. Without these psukim, you never would imagine that the man was was of, uh, of an affliction. Right? The lechamoni we left in Mitzrayim. I mean, we took some out, but lechamoni the poor man's bread. That was in the time, okay, a little bit we took out, but the man, the man is the, you know, the rich man's bread. It's falling from Shemayim. They weren't happy with it. They weren't, they weren't happy with it. So there, there, was, there was that factor. So the question is, it sounds like not just that the people complained, but a Kodesh Baruch Hu made them complain. Vaya'ancha. Laman anoscha. A Kodesh Baruch Hu specifically did it so they would complain, so they would be afflicted. So I think the Torah tonight is going to answer that question. So let's get into it. Torah Kovav. So again in the Mavur, Rabbeinu Zalm Agdam is a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ashrei maskil eldal, biyomro yimalteu Hashem. It's Ashrei maskil eldal. Happy is the, is the one who thinks maskil. He thinks about the dal, the poor person. Biyomro yimalteu Hashem. In bad times, HaKadosh Baruch should help keep this person from harm. The person who is thoughtful thinks about the poor person. Fine. It's Isa says Rabbi Nachman, it's brought in the Gemara, the Inanias Elaminadas. The Gemara Dharam says a very, very important concept that there's no Anias. Anias usually means to be poor. There's no Anias Elephim Das. To really be poor has nothing to do with your bank account. The definition according to Chazal, if a person's poor or rich, is dependent on his mental, his das. You can have a person who has no money in the bank, but he could be the, he could be the happiest person in the world. And you can have a person who has all the money in the bank, and he's the saddest person in the world. So there's nothing to do with, with the money. It has to do with your das. It has to do with where you're holding, your perception, your perspectives. The main anias of a person is when he, has, when he doesn't have das. So the word ani... And the word inui is very similar, right? Ani means to be poor, 
Eno is an affliction, like we're discussing, right? Because when a person's poor, he's afflicted. But again, the main affliction of a person is really in where he's holding in his mental fortitude, his mental capabilities. So says, says Rabbi Nachman, so for a person who is an Ani Bedas, if he's at this state of being poor at mind, in his mind, so he needs Rachmanus. Rachim, Rachmanus, generally we'll try to translate, it means compassion, it means more than that, but let's translate it as compassion. This person needs compassion. You need to have compassion on a person who doesn't have Das. There's another Gemara that says you're not allowed to have compassion on a person who doesn't have Das. Of course. Yeah. So how does Rabbi Nachman go against the Gemara? Not exactly sure, but it probably means there's probably two different types of people who don't have Das. There's the people who, who have thrown it away. They should know better, but they don't. But they're choosing not to. There you can have a Rahman Hassan. He had the opportunity to know and he doesn't know, so why should you help him know when he himself doesn't want to know? And then there's the Madriga of people who are unfortunate. It's an unfortunate situation. He just doesn't know. He doesn't know. And therefore, you are allowed to, and you're mechuyiv, to have Rahmanas in this person. To have compassion on him. And we know that Chazal tells us in the Gemara Baba Basra, and I, I forgot, to, I tried to look it up, I, I didn't get to find it. It's, I think it's like Davio Yudalf. That the Gemara says that a person who gives like an ani money, if you give a poor person money, you get like seven brachas. If you smile at him or say a good word or bring him into your house, I don't remember which one it is, you got 11 brachas. So you see that the more than, a, than an ani needs money, he needs compassion. He needs the, the inner intent. He needs the heart of the person giving him. He doesn't just want the money. That's good. He needs that. But more, he's, he's not just, when you don't have money, physically you don't have money, but emotionally, mentally, you're off, you're down, you're broken. That's, that's more of an affliction, right? The Ani Bedas. The Ani Bekesef is m- usually also Ani Bedas, right? The classic Ani. Right. So his, his Iker Aeneas is in the Das. Not in the money. Also in the money. But if you have to choose between one or the other, it could give him more of a Chizik to provide from compassion and help him with his Das more than the money. It'll give him more of an ability to forge on and continue on than throwing the guy 20 bucks saying, get the heck out of my house. He's going to be more broken. Sometimes they're so broken they don't care anymore, but the classic case. So then Rabbi Nachman says, this aniyas of das, this being poor in one's mind, is bechlal ubefrat, generally and specifically. Al ish, when you have a person who doesn't have a knowledge of serving a Kaddish Baruch he doesn't know not that he could know and he's not like the first guy we said you can't have Rahman he doesn't know he doesn't know you have a certain insight in Avodah Hashem you understand tefillah learning you understand it better than other people it doesn't just mean intellectually it means deeper in a better way so you become obligated, you, the one who has seichel, who has a proper understanding and approach and perspective to Vodas Hashem, you have to provide for him that das. You're obligated to do that. You have to have rachmanus on him, you have to have compassion, 
And through that compassion, you're going to want to help him. And what are you going to provide for him? You're not going to throw a textbook at him and say, hey, listen, go, why don't you go learn Chumash and you'll never serve a Kaddish Baruch. No. You'll sit with him. you give him over what you know and you'll try to help him bring him up. Do Mechazikim. Right, this is this is definitely called tzedakah. No? It's called tzedakah. Tzedakah doesn't just mean giving money. It means, it means acting in a righteous way. Right? Tzidkus. Acting like a tzaddik. It's a tzedakah. So here you sit with this person. Give him your time. Give him focus. Give him patience. And you try to bring him up. Explain to him that which he doesn't know. Bimachazakim. That's going to... That's his chiv. According to Benachman. That starts with Rechmanus. Because if a person doesn't have Rechmanus for him... Again, I'll throw him the textbook and say, here, here's a textbook. This guy thinks he's being such a tzaddik by giving him the textbook. Listen, I, I gave him the book. That, that he just, if he just reads that, I read it. So if he would just read this, he'll be okay. You're not a tzaddik, you're a rasha. Because you're, you're, not, you're not fulfilling what you could fulfill. First comes with compassion, then comes with tzedakah. If your tzedakah comes from, if it comes without compassion, it's going to be very empty. It's going to be a physical form of a, of a dollar bill or a book or whatever it is, but without any inner content. Outer content, external content, yes. Inner content, no. Yeah. Tzedakah comes from tzedek. Tzedek comes from tferis. Tferis is, is, is the place of Rahmanas. So tzedakah really is, really stems from Rahmanas. Again, tzedakah, the giving... What are you giving? You're giving over tzedek. You're giving over righteousness. Tzedek and Rahmanas come from the same sphere, from the same source in spirituality, from the sphere called Teferis. Okay? Okay. Now, that's Bichlolos, to help another Yid. But Ubepratus, specifically, Ali Shatzmo, that a person, he says, If a person himself is an Ani Menadas, he doesn't know, or is going through a period of not knowing. Sometimes we don't know things, and wherefore we have to we go to go learn. We have to go try to educate ourselves. But sometimes there's a person, he generally knows, but he goes through something called Katna Samochim. Kanazamochim means an immaturity in the mind. It means a narrow-minded. So usually he understands his, his mind is why he understands. His, um, he's, he's, he's with it. Sometimes we go through periods of darkness. For no, sometimes there's a reason behind Sometimes there's no reason for it. But at that point, you can't think straight. You ever have that? Sure. Writer's block. When don't I have it? When you don't you have it. Okay, so let's, let's figure out what we can do. Writer's block is a, is a type of katnas amochan, right? Fine. So that's what he says. Kiyesh zman she'en lo There's a time where he doesn't have a seichel. So again, Rebbe means two things. He means where you don't know, you haven't become educated yet. But Rebbe specifically referring to a person who is educated. He does know. But there are times where he doesn't know. katnas amochan. This is called the baby mind, the immature mind. And he needs to be mechazik himself to bring him to a place coming called godless amochem, right? Katan gadol, a greatness of mind, a bigness, a maturity. So Rabbi Nachman is saying here very, very, very important things. First of all, one would think, I think the classic way is 
Well, if you're in a katnas hamochen, if you if you're if you've lost your mind a little bit, so go ask a rebbe. Go ask someone to help you out. You lost something. Go go ask someone to help you. Is it like someone with mental health issues or like tremendous stress or tragedy? Like, does that all fall into it? So you could say you lost your mind. Something, you know, something traumatic happened to you, and that's why you're behaving a certain way. I, I think that this definitely would apply. That would apply. I think those are more extreme cases, so they're rarer. The classic is just we have this unfortunate cycle that sometimes we just don't know. Or we become narrow. You know, a person, a person at work, he, he's trying to think of the same thing he's thought about a thousand times, but he, he can't get it this time. Right. But sometimes that comes from a stress, an anxiety, a trauma. Right? right? You could also get that. You can't, you can't think out of the same cycle, in the same silly cycle again and again and again. You're very narrow. You have no ability to, to break out of that. It's kind of samochen. So what, what do we do? So first of all, a person has to first take responsibility. He's a Rabbi Nachman says, You need to be chazik yourself. That's the best way. People are always running to shiurim. They're always running to inspirational talks. Everybody's looking for inspiration from everybody else. And it works for a little bit. But the main inspiration of anybody's life ever, the greatest inspiration is from a person himself. Now, you have to figure out how to do that. But when a person inspires himself, then it's real. When you're inspired from the outside, it sounds geschmack. It sounds real. It sounds awesome. But Lamaisa, are you going to go do that? It wasn't you. It was that other person speaking. And you became excited by what he was speaking about. But that's like at the tippy, tippy, tippy top of your brain. But when you yourself are working on something and you become inspired by that, then it's more than just the tippy, tippy top of your brain. It's much more of you. You were the one working on it. You're the one reading, learning, thinking. It come, it's much more um, in the panemius, much more in the inside, right? That's why I'll tell people all the time, if they can, don't always go to shiurim. You have to also learn yourself because you're going to grow a lot from shiurim and other people for sure, but potentially you're going to grow the most from your own learning. What do you enjoy? How do you think about this? Because I'm teaching you Rabbi Nachman right now, and I'm going to teach you according to the way that I understand, which is going to be good, it's going to be understandable, you're going to gain from it, but maybe you would have learned this a different way, which would have meant more to you. But now I'm like almost tainting you, in a good way, with my perspective on it. So, it always a person always has to be involved in, in his own seichel, to be mechazik himself. So he has to, he has to be mechazik himself to get to this place called Gadlas HaMochan. He's in a place of cottonous smallness. He needs to get the godless. Now, one would think, one would think that if you're in a place of cottonous amochen, small-mindedness, and you want to get to big-mindedness, you need to, you need to do what? You need to dabble with the mind. Well, if it's from small to big, we got to make the big. What, what should I think about? What should I do? What, what book should I read? Open your mind. What? Open your mind. Open your mind. How do you, so what? But Rabbi Nachman doesn't say that. If we pay clear for attention, what did he say? What happens when a person is a cotton bedas? He's called an ani bedas, right? What's the first thing that Rabbi Nachman said in the beginning of the Torah? Ein anias elamen adas valzet sarach rachmanas. You need rachmanas before you start working on the actual das, the actual mind. You first need a Rahmanas. You need to have compassion. Compassion on another person. 
and a compassion on yourself. Because when a person's in a low state, in a low level, he's in a small-mindedness, he's very close to self-defeat. Very often. I can't, why can't I think? What's going on with me? He becomes harsh on himself, negative, detrimental. Or, if you don't have compassion on another person, you become upset at that person. Like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you think? What, you, what's wrong? what happened to your brain? You know, you used to be such a smart guy. Now what happened to you? Oh, it's probably from all the, uh, you know, Navish guy you're doing. But it becomes very, that's classic. You become negative, hurtful to another person and to yourself. So before you start working on the mind, Rahmanas, have compassion. Stop. Stop being so negative. Have compassion on the person. Who cares what the reason is? Lamaisa right now, he's in a state of smallness. If you want to be a, a you want to be a Yid who's Valach of a you want to be a Yid who, who acts like a Kodesh Baruch Hu, say Rahmanas in this person. Don't, get, don't, don't mix your emotions into this person. He, right now he's broken. Help him out. Or, right now you're broken. Help yourself out. Don't, be so, don't feel guilty. Don't have anxiety. Don't stress out. Don't, don't have, low self, don't have uh, you know, self-esteem issues. Just have compassion on yourself. Be nice to yourself. It's not a, it's, it's, you think it's funny, but it's... People it's funny. It's probably very hard. People are so <laughs> self-defeating. They're so negative on themselves. Like, why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? But not in a positive way. In an actually in a negative way. And then it just, it just digs you deeper into cottonness. It just digs you deeper and deeper. Sometimes it's very, very subtle. Right away you have to have that vision of compassion. Compassion, compassion. And one, one has to know, and this is part of the compassion, is that HaKadosh Baruch built us to go through these cycles. No one is exempt from this cycle called Godless, Cottonous, Godless, Cottonous. You come out, you, you're at work, you're like, wow, everything's going smooth, you got it, the clients are going, everything, you, you understand everything, and then weeks go by and where it's, things aren't going so well. You can't think straight, the money's not coming in, you get a little stressed, you get a little bit of a fight with the guys at work, and then eventually the Godless comes back. And we go through these cycles again and again and again. This is one of the cycles of life. When a person understands that this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing it, and there's reasons for it, as Rabbi Nachman said, Ki yesh zman she'en lo There's a zman. It's called Ein lo It's called, you don't have a mind. Who creates the zmanim? The Bariolim, the creator of the world, who creates all the times. Right? Like, like in Kohelas, but there's a time for everything. Time to be happy, time to be sad. There's a time to have katnas adas. Mochan the katnas. So when you... And when you have that understanding, which is a das, then you're more compassionate on yourself. Because maybe I didn't, it's not me. The Boreolim is doing this to me because he wants something from me to grow. Ultimately, it's going to be for our best. We'll see. But when you understand that this is part of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's way of dealing with us, right? Which is a little bit of a das to understand that, then you become compassionate on yourself. Once your compassion on yourself will see, you have the ability now to open up the das. The very fact that, that you're thinking, okay, this is how Kodesh Baruch Hu made me. That itself is, is a tiny bit of das. Once you have that, 
and the compassion's there, the compassion's right by your heart. Compassion sits right on top of a person's heart. It's the first. It's literally the heart. Das is in the, is in the head. But das, we want to get the das to your heart. V'yadata hayom, we just had it in last week's parsha, I think. V'yadata hayom, v'hashevos elavavecha. This is one of the most important processes of our life. Know it, and then feel it. Live it. V'yadata hayom, v'then v'hashevos elavavecha, to put it into your heart. So you know that there's something called the cycle of life. Cotton is godless, cotton is godless. Compassion says, therefore be okay. Be okay. When you have that compassion for yourself or another person, your heart opens up. It's not tight anymore. It opens up. And the das, that now you understand that there's such a cycle in life, drops into your heart. And now you're like, okay. Okay. This happened before. It's okay. It's going to happen again. It's a little bit painful. It's an inoy. It is painful because you're not out of it yet. But you ha- then you have the next word is called hope. Because you now know and believe and feel that there's a cycle. This too shall end. This too shall pass. But when you don't have the das that there's a cycle, and you don't have the compassion that your heart is open to hearing anything, then when you're in that katnas das, katnas amochen, you think you're never ever going to get out of this state. Because when you can't think, you can't think outside of that. It's a katnas amochen. And therefore, the ability to even believe and hope that I once, I will want, I get out of it at some point becomes very difficult. This is when people become paranoid. They become very narrow, fearful. The fear is, why is that fear keep going going? Because you think you can't get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the way out is knowing the way out. But not... Knowing but not, there's a way out. Oh, oh. Knowing that there's a way out. Exactly, which is tiny. But that's what I'm saying. To even know that there's a cycle, that already knows there's a way out. Because Mamela, I'm going to go back to Godless at some point. HaKadosh Baruch is going to make that happen. But if I'm so bothered and stressed and harsh with myself, I might fall into hopelessness and then I might not get back to Godless. Automatically from Godless, I'm going to go back to Godless. It might take a week, two weeks, a month, a year. It could be, I don't know. Depending on the seriousness, the nature of it. But eventually you're going to go back. So if you have the das and the belief that this is a cycle, you'll be able to hold on and just wait. Passively, just holding on, knowing that there's a way out, you'll eventually get out. So that's the first way. That's the combination of the compassion, which is really the first step, and then the das. But there's a second way to get out of the katniss, and it, ha- and it comes First of all, from compassion. You first have to compassion with yourself. So now, once you're compassionate with yourself, you need, to, you need to throw in a little das into the system. You can't just snap your fingers and get out of it. But what can you do, besides the first way of just knowing that there's a cycle? You can know that a Kaddish Baruch is the one who's tailor-making this situation. He's tailor-making my mochen dekatnas, and it's for my benefit. That's it. To have that amuna. You have to have that in the system beforehand to then, right, what's the word? To bring it in, to conjure it up, or whatever the word is. Bashas is when you need it. You have to have the already, you have to have a muna and bitachon already in the system. But if you have that and you're in a katnas, katnas adas, mochen de katnas, 
And you can then say to yourself, okay, but I know, and I believe, this is part of Emunah, that a Kaddish Baruch is mashgiach on every prat, shkacha pratis. So he's the one who's doing this to me. He's the tov, he's the metav, he only does good. So somehow this is for my best. Altidag, don't worry. So even though I don't know yet what is the, t- the tachlis, I'm not just going to get out of it in a second, but I've now just put in, I just injected myself with a little bit of das. That a little bit of das opens up the cottonness to a little bit of godless. And from that place also, you'll have patience until it fully expands. Maybe you might find the reason why he did that. Then that's vada, the godless. Once you find out why the Boreolum put you into cottonness, that is the godless. Because it's always for the best, always for some proactive, constructive, positive reason. Right? That, that, that itself, that itself, that's also the dust. There are, there are. You can take that and go with that more. Pratim, but that's the club. I think. I was thinking this. I was thinking like last week. I was. It was Kel baruch gadol deya, heichin falls arichama. We say we say in uh, on Shabbos. So I was thinking it's funny. Gadol deya, his greatness is das. Gimel dal is God. That was cute, no? Ravamiger once said, Yibke Vavke stands for Yishav Hadas, Vahachovas Hadas. Yishav Hadas, a settled mind and an expanded mind. Yibke Vavke. To be in that place, to know that Kurdish Baruch was here, that itself is Yishav Hadas, it calms you down a little bit. Vahachovas Hadas, it starts to expand, it starts to open up from Katniss back to Godless. So, says Rabbi Nachman Vaiter. So, let's just read those lines again. So he says that there's a time where you don't have seichel. That's the the cycle. It's called katnas amochen. You need to mechazik yourself. And we explained how you how you do that. How you mechazik yourself with the compassion and a tiny bit of das. When you get to gadlas amochen, nim talking kol adinin. When you get to gadlas amochen, you're going to be mounted. You're going to sweeten all the judgments, all the harshness, all of the closed-mindedness that you've experienced. How's that? Simple, I think, is because once you understand, once you're in the Gadas HaMochen, and you now see back why you needed this katness, you start to enter into the secret that Rabbi Nachman says, the Yerida L'Tzorach Aliyah. It's a Yerida, it's a fall, it's a katness. But the tzorach is for the aliyah. The whole tachlis, the whole purpose, very often, of our yuridas is for the ensuing aliyah, ascent. You need to wake it out. You can't come into hopelessness. Once you fall into yish and hopelessness, then you lost. All you have to do is hold on. And once you get the godless emotion, you realize why this is all worth it. It happens a lot. A person struggles, struggles, struggles. He's very upset, disappointed. Why do I have to struggle so much in this Indian? And it could be a month, two months, a year, ten years, who knows how many years later. And then everything works out. And you look back and you're like, you know what? Hitaka became stronger. I needed that. I see now why Kodesh Baruch had to put me through that. If you have the right eyes, you have to be looking for that. If a person is a negative person, and he's a non-believer, so then he's never going to see it. He's just going to be a complainer. But the person who has positive eyes, who's looking for that with the eye in Tova, to see what's the growth, what's the positive, what's the, <clears throat> what does Kodesh Baruch want from me? Why is he doing this to me? Why is this for my benefit? Then you'll see why. So when you hit the Godless HaMochen and you have the ability to expand your mind and to see out of the subjectiveness and the narrowness of the Godless HaMochen, 
you'll be able to see with a positive eye, a positive lens, why the Kaddish Baruch put me through this. Right? Gedol Deya. I just, I was just, I wrote this, I wrote this up today. It says, once a person understands that, once a person understands this, he becomes a vessel for Hashem's compassion and kindness. Oh, so we're going to say that in a second. So then Rabbi Nachman says, talking called dinim, so all the dinim, all the past difficulties become sweetened, you understand them. And then a flow of chesed and rachamim is going to flow through your system. Kindness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, compassion of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ki mochen dekatnas emechen is dinim. Because when a person's in mochen dekatnas, it's called dinim. It's called judgment, it's called being strict. It's mitzrayim, mitzarm, you're bound, you're narrow. Um mochen dekatnas emechen is chasad. And when your mind is expanded and is open, it's called chasad, it's called chasad. So when your mind opens up, you become a vessel for a Kaddish Baruch Hu's kindness. You start to see Hashem's kindness in everything. You could even look back at that which a month ago looked like the biggest harshness, the greatest din, strictness, and you look back and say, oh, there was takla takhlas for it. There was a purpose for it. And it was, it was, it helped. My parents, uh, you know, they, they grounded me, but it was for my own good. It protected me. Uh, you know, the, 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 the client said no to me. I was so upset, but then afterwards I saw that the stock, or whatever, the, the real estate went down totally. It, it saved me. I see back. It was romantic to sweeten those judgments that I, that there were once judgments. Right? Just you didn't see them at the time. Because when you're in Katniss Amochen, you don't see straight. You see with very subjective, narrow, selfish eyes. It's fine. What the Katniss does, the Katniss humbles us often. You're not, so, you're not so big in bed. You don't know so much. You're not the king of real estate. Whatever, whatever it may be. Right? Katniss humbles you. And that's the Tachlis. When it humbles us, then we start to open up. Because when a person has an ego and he has a selfishness, that's when everything starts to get very, very narrow. Because everything has to fit into that perfect way that I see it. That's, that's called narrow-mindedness. But when you're none of, and it's not about selfishness, it's unselfishness, unself, it's not me, then it could be anything. Then it's open up. Then you're opened up. Fine. God, right? is great. It's put between two of two names of Hashem. Shenemar kikel deos Hashem, kikel, shem Hashem, deos das, then Hashem again. That the das is written between two shemos of Hashem. The explanation is when you come to Godless Hamochim, the Yiskel Adas, and now you're Zochet to Das to be able to think properly. You're then going to have a flow. Once you have Das, then the Chesed on the right side, and we'll see the Racham on the left side, is all going to flow into your system. Kale's Chesed, Al Derech Mashinemer, it says in the Pesach, Chesed Kale, Kolayom. It's the Shem Aleph Laman of a Kodesh Baruch comes from the right side, the side of Chesed. That's Rachmanus, compassion. The Pasuk says, Rachamecha Rabim Hashem. Kaddish Baruch has a great Rachamim. So when you have Das, then you become the vessel to see Hashem's kindness everywhere. 
and to see a Kaddish Baruch compassion everywhere. Before you didn't see it everywhere, anywhere. You thought it was din, din, din. That's because you were in a small state of das. When your das expands and you're out of that smallness, then you start to see the kindness, even the small, the small tiny things of life. You start to see the kindness, the compassion of a Kaddish Baruch But I think also, like we were saying before, that to get to godless adas, you need to have compassion on yourself. So it's both. You need to have the das, which is in a constricted state. You need to have kale on the right side and, and chesed on the right side, <clears throat> kindness to yourself on the right side. You need to have compassion for yourself from the left side. That itself will help the das, which is in a constricted state, slowly start to blossom and open up. And then, right, in your narrow situation, it's okay, there's a cycle, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay, HaKadosh Baruch is doing this to me, and there's a benefit for it, very prati. Then the das starts to, to flourish and blossom. You're going slowly from kindness to godless. Then when you get to godless, then again, now the chesed is on the right, and the compassion is on the left. This time you'll start to see everything in life, that there's chesed, and there's Rahman. Right? So it's both. To get you to Das, proper Das, you need to have Chesed on yourself and compassion on yourself. You need Mechazik yourself. Then once you're Mechazik yourself and you start to open up, the Kaddish Baruch will help you finish it off. And then he'll flow in his Chesed and his compassion to you. And the cycle will keep going in a positive, upbeat mode. You hear? That's what the Pasuk says. Ashri Maskel El Dal. Praiseworthy, happy is the one who's giving over his seichel to the poor person. Hainu, kishu When you're in a state of kanas you're the dal, you're the poor person. And you train yourself, you're machazik yourself. You try to help yourself get out of the god, the katnas. Right? Ashri maskel al dal. Happy is the one who tries to help himself out. Azai b'yom Hashem. Then on the harsh days, I'm talking kolodinim. Kaddish Baruch is going to help you sweeten all of the past judgments. The judgments were when you were in a state of constrictedness. Now you're in a state of expansiveness. It's going to sweeten everything. Now what happens? What happens if you can't help yourself? You can't help yourself. You tried. It's not going. You're still in that state. And Eitzelazeh. is an amazing Eitzah. Help others. Teach others. Educate others. So you're in a state of constrictedness. A constricted gas, or a constricted consciousness, as they say. How do you get out of it? Help yourself. If not, you would think, run to a Rebbe. No. Go help somebody else somehow. However you can help that person, help him in his constrictedness. And that will be awakened to you. Because when a person is stuck in Das and a bad Das, the way to start to change is through a proactive Chesed on the right, compassion on the left. So if you can't, if that's not helping you, do it to somebody else. Because when you're a person of chesed, you're a person of compassion, of rachamim, that itself starts to help your das. When you're, when you're a person of kindness and compassion for others, it's not just the act. When you give a person sadaka, that's just an act. But if you have a heart filled with chesed, a heart filled with compassion for that person, that becomes internal. There's an external act and an internal feeling. When that internal feeling starts to fill you up, that itself starts to change you, starts to change your das. It breaks you out of your smallness, your narrowness, constrictness. You're going outside of yourself to help another person, right? Physically and mentally and emotionally. 
And when that happens, everything opens up. So, I, so there's a big remez here. Kel Deus Hashem. So Kel is Chesed, Hashem is Rachamim, and Das here, so Das, if it's Katnas, it's Dinim, right? We're trying to fight the Dinim. It's a, small, it's a smallness. So Kel Deus Hashem is the same gematria as Chasodim, Dinim, and Rachamim. Same gematria. Pretty big, no? Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe you need the letters, I don't remember, I have to like, work it out, but yeah. Okay, anyway, so that's, that's the positive. That's why Kaddish Baruch says he Dafka afflicted us in the Midbar with the Mon. Because ultimately, it's, it's ultimately for our best. That we had to become reliant on him. We had to understand that there's a cycle. The Mon comes, then it goes. But it comes back. It's okay. It's going to come back. And we come to learn that a Kaddish Baruch is Dafka testing us for our better, betterment and our, and our growth. And when we have those proper eyes, then everything becomes... Everything becomes good. All the chesed and all the compassion will start to see with their eyes.